And now, a word from our sponsor. Cow Drogo. Just one taste and you'll Cali see what we mean. A golden cow that men should tremble to behold. Cow Drogo. It's the best beef in the Great Grass Sea. I am Anansi, keeper of stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, Max Baskin. Today, we have a story about how two children were fed a line and gave a witch her just desserts. Our story is called Hansel and Gretel, and it is based on a multitude of versions of the story. Our players are Thomas Sixton, Matt Olaf Hinton, L.J. Donnell, Andrew Whitby, and William Wolfe. Please enjoy. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. Next to a great forest, there lived a poor woodcutter who had come upon such hard times that he could scarcely provide daily bread for his wife and his two children, Hansel and Gretel. Finally, he could no longer even manage this, and he did not know where to turn for help. One evening, he was lying in bed, worrying about his problems. Listen, husband. Early tomorrow, take the children, give each of them a little piece of bread, then lead them into the middle of the thickest part of the woods, make a fire for them, and leave them there, for we can no longer feed them. No, wife, I cannot bring myself to abandon my own children to wild animals that would quickly tear them to pieces. If you don't do it, all of us will starve together. Fine, I will do it. Ansel and Gretel were still awake from hunger and heard everything that their mother had said to their father. We're doomed. Be quiet, Gretel, and don't worry. I know what to do. He got up, pulled on his jacket, opened the lower door, and crept outside. The moon was shining brightly, and the white pebbles were glistening like silver coins. Hansel bent over and filled his jacket pockets with them, as many as would fit. Then he went back into the house. Don't worry, Gretel. Sleep well. The next morning, the mother came and woke them both before sunrise. Get up, you children. We are going into the woods. Here is a little piece of bread. Take care and save it until midday. Gretel put the bread under her apron, because Hansel's pockets were full of stones, and they set forth into the woods. After they had walked a little way, Hansel began stopping again and again, and looking back toward the house. Hansel, why are you stopping and looking back? Pay attention now, and keep up with us. Oh, father, I am looking at my white cat that is sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. You fool! That isn't your cat. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney. However, Hansel had not been looking at his cat, but instead had been dropping the shiny pebbles from his pocket onto the path. 
Now that we have arrived in the middle of the woods, you children gather some wood, and I will make a fire so we won't freeze. Hansel and Gretel gathered together some twigs, a pile as high as a small mountain, and then set it ablaze. Now that the flames are burning well, lie down by the fire and sleep. We will go into the woods and cut down trees. Wait until we come back and get you. Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire until midday, and then ate their bread. They sat on until evening, but their parents did not return, and no one came to get them. When it became dark, Gretel began to cry. Wait a little until the moon comes up. After the moon had come up, he took Gretel by the hand. The pebbles were lying there like newly minted coins. Glistening, they showed them the way. They walked throughout the entire night, and as morning was breaking, they arrived at the house. Their father was overjoyed when he saw his children, for he had not wanted to leave them alone. Their mother pretended that she too was happy, but secretly she was angry. Not long afterward, there was once again no bread in the house. And one evening, Hansel and Gretel heard their parents talking. The children found their way back once, and I let it be. But again, we have only a half loaf of bread in the house. Tomorrow, you must take them deeper into the woods, so they cannot find their way home. Otherwise, there will be no help for us. Wouldn't it be better to share the last bit with the children? But... Because he had done it once, he could not refuse. <sighs> Ansel and Gretel heard the parents' conversation, but when he came to the door, he found that his mother had locked it. Still, he comforted Gretel. Just go to sleep, Gretel, dear. God will help us. Early the next morning, they received their little pieces of bread, even less than the last time. On the way, Hansel crumpled his piece in his pocket, then often stood still and threw crumbs onto the ground. Why are you always stopping and looking around? Keep walking straight ahead. Oh, I can see my pigeon sitting on the roof. It wants to say goodbye to me. You fool. That isn't your pigeon. That's the morning sun shining on the chimney. But Hansel crumbled all of his bread and dropped the crumbs onto the path. The mother took them deeper into the woods than they had ever been in their whole lifetime. Children, sleep by this large fire, and your father and I will come and get you in the evening. The children went to sleep by the fire. At midday, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel, because he had scattered all of his along the path. Midday passed, and evening passed, but no one came to get the poor children. Wait. When the moon comes up, I will be able to see the crumbs of bread that I scattered, and they will show us the way back home. The moon came up, but when Hansel looked for the crumbs, they were gone. The many thousands of birds in the woods had found them and pecked them up. I think that I should still be able to find the way home. Let's go, Gretel. They soon became totally lost in the great wilderness. They walked through the night and the entire next day, and then, exhausted, 
they fell asleep. They walked another day, but they could not find their way out of the woods. They were terribly hungry, for they had eaten only a few small berries that were growing on the ground. On the third day, they walked until the afternoon, when they came to a little house built entirely from bread, with a roof made of cake and windows of clear sugar. Let's sit down and eat our fill. I'll eat from the roof, and Gretel, you eat from the window. That will be nice and sweet for you. Hansel ate a piece from the roof, and Gretel ate a few round window panes. She had just broken out another one when she heard a gentle voice calling out from inside. Nibble, nibble, little mouse. Who is nibbling at my house? Hansel and Gretel were so frightened that they dropped what they were holding in their hands. And immediately, they saw a little woman, as old as the hills, creeping out the door. She shook her head. Oh, you dear children. Where did you come from? Come inside with me, and you will be just fine. Then she served them a good meal. Pancakes with sugar, apples, and nuts, and made two nice beds for them. Hansel and Gretel went to bed, thinking as though they were in heaven. But the old woman was a wicked witch who was lying in wait there for children. She had built her house of bread in order to lure them to her, and if she captured one, she would kill them, cook them, and eat them. And for her, that was a day to celebrate. So she was overjoyed that Hansel and Gretel had found their way to her, Early the next morning, before they awoke, she got up, went to their beds, and looked at the two of them, lying there so peacefully. They will be a good mouthful. She grabbed Hansel and put him in a little stall. And when he awoke, he found himself in a cage, locked up like a young dog. And he could walk only a few steps. Then she shook Gretel. Get up, lazy bones. Fetch water. Go into the kitchen and... Cook something to eat. Your brother is locked in that stall there. I want to fatten him up, and when he is fat, I am going to eat him. For now, you have to feed him. Gretel was frightened and cried, but she had to do what the witch demanded. Now Hansel was given the best things to eat every day so he would get fat. But Gretel received nothing but crayfish shells. Every day, the old woman came to the cage. Hansel, stick out your finger so I can feel if you are fat enough yet. But Hansel always stuck out a little bone, and she wondered why he didn't get any fatter. After four weeks, the witch approached Gretel. Hurry up and fetch some water. Whether your brother is fat enough now or not, tomorrow I am going to slaughter him and boil him. In the meantime, I want to start the dough that we will bake to go with him. With a sad heart, Gretel fetched the water in which Hansel was to be boiled. The next morning, Gretel had to get up early, make a fire, and hang up the kettle full of water. Watch it until it boils. I'm going to make a fire in the oven and put bread into it. Gretel stood in the kitchen and cried tears of blood and thought that it would have been better if wild animals had devoured them in the woods. 
for then they would at least have died together and would not now be suffering so. And she herself would not have to be boiling the water that would kill her dear brother. Dear God, please save us, poor children. Gretel, come here right now to the oven. If you can't see that far either, then sit on the board and I will push you inside. You can walk around inside and take a look. But once Gretel was inside, the witch intended to close the door and bake her in the hot oven and eat her as well. I don't know how to do that. First show me, you sit on the board and I'll push you inside. So the old woman sat on the board. And since she was light, Gretel pushed her all the way inside, then quickly closed the door and secured it with an iron bar. The old woman in the hot oven began to cry and to wail, but Gretel ran away, and the old woman burned up miserably. Gretel ran to Hansel and unlocked his door. He jumped out, and they kissed each other and were overjoyed. The whole house was filled with precious stones and pearls. They filled their pockets, then ran away and found their way back home. Hansel, Gretel, I am so glad you are home. I have not had a happy day since you've been gone. Your mother passed away not long ago, so we can now live together in peace. And with the jewels that Hansel and Gretel retrieved from the witch's house, they all lived happily together and never went hungry again. I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return... Perhaps I will tell you another. This episode was brought to you by... Emma. Yes, Emma. You. We saw you defeat that thing last night. Terrifying. We thank you. The story, Hansel and Gretel, was written by Will Burkhart. For more information on Anansi Storytime visit us at spiderstorytime.com. Please review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever we're available. It goes a long way to help people find us. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Can we make all of those in ringtones? (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha!